Explore, feast, dine, hike, talk, drink, walk, ride, laugh, dance, wander, sleep, travel. Welcome to the Travel World Podcast. Welcome back. This is Rallo rolling through with another list for Today I'm going to spend some time going over a question I'm asked about all the time, and it's what's my favorite country or places to to uh, see around the world. And I'll just go over a few of my top country or top places rather than just uh, give you one. But there's a few that have for sure stood out to me, and so that's what I'll go over today. Oh, and if you're going to keep track, the very last one I mentioned on this podcast is the favorite. So um, so they're kind of in some sort of order. So let's start off with Ecuador um, and particularly Quito. But all of Ecuador, um, I think, could belong on this list. There's so much to see there. Um, the thing that stood out the most to me was the elevation. So it's one of the highest cities in the world up around the 9,000 um, feet. Um, and you definitely feel it getting off the plane. And you definitely feel it driving from the airport into what looks like to me a valley all around. And it's weird because it's at a high elevation. So everything around is already high. But then it looks like you're in the valley too. Um, I think the coolness of the people... The people I thought were pretty friendly there. I thought the food was good, meaning the fruits that you had there and their dishes were uh, pretty tasty. And the fruit was good. There was some fruit that you could get there that I know I can't get in the U.S. Um, the people were pretty cool, as I said. Um, it's near the equator, um, so they do have um, a couple of cool sites there, you know, that are official and unofficial sites for the equator. So it'll be cool to see both. They have some temples there, um, some nice man-made structures to see. Um, and then there's a, a, a couple of views high up where you can take a sign by the Quito sign or uh, you take one of their, I don't, they're not cable cars. I think it's called a teleferrico and it's about 3,000 above um the elevation of Quito, and it's amazing to see. So you go up 3,000 feet, and you really get a great snapshot of the city. Um, so that's pretty cool as well. Um, I just thought it was a great city all around, and it was just, you know, pretty unique based on, you know, a capital with its high elevation uh, to be so nice and uh, pretty cool. And it's really, really, you know, big for that high um, up elevation, you know, to have that many people um, there. So Peru, I would say, has a special place in my heart. Maybe because I saw the rap videos back in the early 2000s. I'm, I'm dating myself. Um, but I love the people. I love the sights. Everything in the Sacred Valley um, is fascinating. That whole road to Machu, Machu Picchu has amazing gems you can't pass up. And the, f- fruit, the food in Peru, I've mentioned before, is some of the best in the world. Definitely, to me, it tasted like the best in Latin um, America. 
um, just for the the uh, flavors that they put in their food. Um, I spent a lot of time in the Sacred Valley, Valley, at least you know, almost a couple a couple of weeks there, and I got to see some of those small little towns like Oya, Tatambo, uh, Pisac, uh, where the Mayans built some smaller temples um, and things before you get all the way to Machu Picchu. Those towns really um, had an effect on me because I thought the people were great. And it was kind of like feeling like you were out of the whole like um, mousetrap and, and all of the, you know, technology. So you're just out of all of that and just able to, you know, tune out and just focus on nature and quietness and the people there. Um, so I thought that was good. And I thought the people were really genuinely helpful and friendly and nice, uh, to the point where it's just almost hard to, um, leave there. Um, but those sites in between just what the Incas built out there, um, they're just pretty cool to see some of those different sites there and spend time there. And then you have the salt flats there too that are cool. I thought that was an amazing sight to me, maybe because I hadn't seen salt flats before, but they're all in a mountain out there as well. Um, so there's a lot of cool sites even before you get to Machu Picchu. And then you add Machu Picchu. And then there's Rainbow Mountain. Um, if you get a chance, that's another site you want to do too. It's a pretty brutal hike, but just to see those different colors. And it seems like they're still discovering gems in Peru. Um, Cusco is really great as well. It's a high elevation city also. Just everything about that whole environment um, was cool. And so that's why Peru just stands out to me. And then you can go back to Lima and I think it's Mito Flores and all of that and enjoy some of that. Um, but um, the whole Sacred Valley in Peru is what, what sold me. I always wanted to see Spain since I was a little kid. It was the second place I wanted to see the most in the world. And it did not dis, dis, disappoint. Now, full disclosure, I've only been to Barcelona, but, you know, this is my list. So we'll keep it moving. I think what stood out the most to me in Barcelona was the vibe. It had kind of like this young vibe, kind of like a up-and-coming live lively city. It seemed like a lot of young people migrated there. If it was for just work or just experiencing um, exploration or travel, you kind of got that sense of uh, vibe there in Barcelona. Not only that, you know, when I look at well-dressed places, um, it seems like everybody here knew how to dress. And if you're from the U.S., when you travel, you'll notice there's a difference on how we dress on a Saturday um, versus how the rest of the world dresses on every day or on a Saturday or just going to a quick, you know, like 7-Eleven or store. They uh, dress a lot better than what we do. Um, so immediately you could feel like you're out dressed there, but it was still nice to see. I think um, some of the best food I had there, um, was all the tapas. I thought they had a, a few dessert restaurants that were really good. And I just liked all the small plates. And, it, and it's not like, you know, when, when we think of Spanish food, you think 
of Latin food if you're in the U.S. and I and they're not the same, they're different. Um, you do see a lot of tapas there, and it was like it has like the Spanish with a European flair on food. A lot of different small dishes, unique dishes. That, there was a lot of seafood there. The only thing I saw there that maybe I've gotten in the U.S. Uh, was some paella. Uh, they did a great job there. Um, so I think they do good there. The people are pretty respectful. They're decently, you know, friendly. They're they're nice. They're not as friendly as some of the other cities I've gone to, but still pretty friendly for the most part. Um, great architecture there. You had Gaudi do a lot of buildings there. Um, so he has some great sites to to see there, um, starting with the um, make sure you see the Sagrada Familia. And then just going down to their older district right before you get to the beach, right before they clean that area out, which what I what I've been told was right before the Olympics. Um, that's when um, they really started to change Barcelona, and then you had that 1992 Olympics where they really started getting waves of crowds there. So it is a great city to see. I thought it was a lot to see um, just from a brief snapshot of Spain. I know there's some other cities there that are really, really amazing, but that is one of the places that stood out and was my favorite to go to across the world. Next on my list, um, Indonesia. It has everything you want. Instagram-worthy sites. I'll say that again, Instagram-worthy sites. So if you want like those best pictures to say, look how pretty this is. I was on these swings. I was at this hotel or this resort, and they had these amazing lookouts or places you could sit. Instagram um, worthy pictures, Indonesia's that. Um, I think it has some of the prettiest beaches I've seen and hangouts and snorkeling. Um, you can also do some great hiking there. I felt like Indonesia had pretty much everything you could look for on a vacation. So if you just wanted to relax, you could do that. If you wanted to be served, Luxury at a budget price, this is definitely the place for you. You know, when you see the food on the water and they push the food to you while you're in your own private uh, room with a pool, this is the place to do it because the prices are unbelievably um, um, nice for any uh, traveler. I think they're reasonably priced, more than reasonably priced. So I don't know how... Um, you can get a still like that. And I haven't seen a still like that in any of the other places I've gone. I, you definitely get your money's worth in value um, just uh, from room and board. And then, you know, you go to the beach and hang out if you want to do that. But it also has some amazing sites there. They have some amazing temples there. Um, they have a nice Hindu temple that's really huge um, there. Um, you could do some hiking. Um, you can go up and down a volcano. I did that. Um, just amazing, I thought, all around. There's a lot of islands there. You can do a lot of island hopping. Um, that's what I did. Um, it has a lot to offer. I mean, I had so much fun there that I extended my trip just so we can have one more week to um, enjoy there. And each island has its own culture, so it's kind of cool 
to see, you know, some of those pretty places and their natural beauty. Um, the Komodo Islands there, so those Komodo dragons that you hear about, it, they're there. Um, any selfies you want all day, <laughs> that's that's what you get in Indonesia. But so much so much there to see. You know, we even hiked down uh, um, um, uh, kind of like a mountain where there was uh, a blue flame there. It's like they call it uh, Mount Ejen. It has a blue faint blue flame you can kind of see like the blue lightning that's coming out of the ground i guess because it's there's like an acid lake there and uh this is the land of the ring of fire so there's a lot of volcanoes and um things in this area so even though it's like paradise in indonesia you definitely have to watch out for those but um i think that's what helps give it its beauty it has it's all surrounded by a lot of that uh um, volcanoes and earthquakes and all of that. So it brings forth some pretty beautiful natural beauty there. He even went down into a cave where you got this pretty light there and you're in there during the right time of day. You can actually get the light in the cave and get some amazing uh, pictures there. But it, it is a really, really beautiful place and it's hard to, um, not say that. Um, continuously because it's just that good of a place to see in person and then for the value. All right, one more on the list. Japan for me was my favorite, I would say, country overall. Um, orderly, spiritually, and culinarily that's a real word, um, one of the most amazing places to go to. Um, big objectives for this place, this island, I guess, is what you can call this country. Um, nothing like sushi for breakfast, 6 a.m. in the morning. Sushi's an art there. You can get it pretty much all day, but nothing like waking up at 6 in the morning having sushi for breakfast. That's an experience to... Uh, Definitely take in. Um, the best waffles I've ever had have been in Japan. The country is packed with millions of people, more than you could be ready for on a train. Um, but they do everything efficient, so it, it ends up not being an issue. Um, as I said before, they do their food amazing, and they do everybody else's food and cuisines above average. And that's because everything here is studied as an art. Um, so much to see naturally uh, from the natural beauty out there and culturally. Even the deer bow down in respect. If you don't believe me, you can just go to Nara outside of an hour outside of Kyoto and you can see for yourself. Um, make sure you get some ramen there. Um, and it's so clean and efficient, you know, before we start using everything with the smartphones, uh, Japan was one of those places you could go to and you get this card that you can use for the subway, for the 7-Elevens, for, um, the vending machines, um, and all of that. So you have this one card that you could use to pay everything and load it up versus, you know, when you're used to have it where you would have to pull out your card to get everything, you know, if you're going to be on the bus or train, subway, 
um, and to go buy food and all of that. They just had it where you would just load it on this one card. Now with our smartphones, it's it's a little bit easier, but they were probably one of the first to really be that efficient with technology with as many people they have uh, in that country. Um, so that's why I love Japan a lot. And the food, I just think, is really tasty. Don't forget about the ramen. Um, you can get that anywhere. There's more than enough stores, more than enough variety, more than enough restaurants. The people are respectful um, and orderly. Um, it's just very clean, very peaceful um, for the most part. Um, I just loved everything about it and its uniqueness and just diversity of all type of foods and stores and just peacefulness. Um, so that's why Japan to me is um, my favorite, I would say. Oops, I'm going to give one more. Um, ultimate favorite overall, any of these is still New York City. Um, with it being a worldly city, it just to me, it's like the biggest melting pot of all of them. And I've discussed it previously before because it encompasses everyone's culture. So you just don't feel like you're on an island just for your culture because New York just has everything, every culture, all types of food and all type of openness for everybody. And so that alone is number one to me. And then you add the diversity of food and the diversity of just culture. I just don't think you can be, beat that. You have mass transit. So it has everything you'd want, like all the other worldly cities. Maybe not as much nature in New York City, but you can go to Central Park or you can go outside of uh, New York City and, and find some parks and things like that. But overall, just for stuff to do and festivals and openness and embracefulness of people, uh, it would it would still be number one. So even though I've traveled all over the world, New York City is still the best to me. Thanks for rolling with me. See you next time. Thank <laughs> you.